Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsession will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dark down for a while. Hey Rangers, welcome to the dark forest. It's Jackie Cation, your host. You know the websites, JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com, TheDorkForest.com, FamilyPetAncestry.com, AllThingsComedy.com, slash JackieCation, all lowercase. Uh, the Dork Forest is on AllThingsComedy.com, the podcast network, and that's where you can buy a $5 copy of my latest uh, hour-long special, which is a, uh, also available on DVD on my website. You know the credits, let's do them anyway. Mike Rickberg composed and sang that song, the Dork Forest theme song, with his girlfriend Sarah Cohen. Mike will sing again at the end of the show uh, his own lyrics to the Mexican hat dance. Patrick Brady will fix this audio. Vilmosh does my website, JackieCation.com. I need uh, DorkForest.com to be better. Other people have really nice podcast websites. I've sort of jerry-rigged the Libsyn site. It isn't great. Anyway, so whatever. I'll figure it out. What else? I've done the credits. Oh, I could tell you about stuff happening. There's a donation button on both dorkforest.com and jackiecation.com. Feel free to donate. If you have $10 a month, that'd be a hundred bucks a year. Cause in November and December, you don't need to donate cause it's on jackiecation.com. There's uh, I have hooded sweatshirts actually in stock. I'm working on a spooky reading girl t-shirt. Feel free to email me jackie at jackiecation.com to tell Andy to hurry up on that design so that uh, we could print those up and you can buy them. That'd be fun for all of us. Okay, there's CDs, there's DVDs, there's already Ranger t-shirts and Dork Forest t-shirts. Those are both available. Union made here in the United States of America. Union made so they run big because they're made by Americans. Why isn't that the union slogan? Anyway, this is the longest intro. I'm sure there's things I'm missing out on. Stand-up comedy, I do it all the time. Check the website. JackieCation.com website has my full schedule on it. Get with it. Uh, let's get into the show. Hey, it's Jackie Cation. Oh my gosh, you guys. Uh, M. Dixon sitting in my living room. Stand-up comic from New York. Writer. It is M-Dixon, D-I-C-K-S-O-N dot com. And at Pro. No. I'm sorry. I'm now, sorry. You got in the ground floor of Twitter. You didn't know it was an error. I didn't uh, know it was going to be a What's the name problem. of your production company? Awkward Pause Productions. There you go. So it's like that, folks. But if you go to <laughs> m slash dixon.com, I bet you there's a link to your Twitter. I, there is. I promise you. And Instagram and, and all of that fun all stuff. Of it. Your LinkedIn profile. Even that. Be a friend. <laughs> I've never been to the website. I hear it's happen. I hear, I hear it's really good for people who aren't comics, who uh-huh. don't already have 17 things going on. Anybody want to join me on Google Plus? I'm there. I'm there, you guys. <laughs> we'll anyway, do a hangout. We'll do, we'll do a hangout. Somebody was telling me they were doing a hangout not long. I mean, I think it's useful if, if you need to hang out. That's amazing. I just assumed it was just a I fake thing that just I existed. And I didn't, yeah, it's real. Things, all right. People are doing it. So here's, we met over the internet, really. And you said that your dorkdom was country music. It's true. And I was like, well, let us get into it, because I have not had a country music dork in ever, ever. Where were you raised? Why country music? What's happening? Tell me the Upper West Side of New York. Those, I was going to say, those questions, that question and answer are not related. I was raised in Toms River, New Jersey. Okay. Which does not have a country music fan base. It is strictly Springsteen and Bon Jovi and a little bit of Sinatra. That's really... Excellent. Excellent. Does Billy Joel bleed over over there? No, no. We no. keep strong New York, New Jersey lines. Excellent. We just embrace our own. 
Is that is that the pretty part of New Jersey or the it exit is actually. part of New Jersey? Uh, we're not far from an exit, exit 82, but uh, it is the Jersey Shore part of New Jersey. Okay, so yeah, like uh, right around Princeton where the money is being kept, uh, there's a lot of nice trees and it looks okay. very, very pretty. I, I I find parts of New Jersey very pretty. I, I am a proud New Jerseyan. I yeah. love I love New Jersey. But yeah, I've stopped saying Jersey Shore because of the because MTV they show, it. but yeah, they, they ruined it. They seem to have decided to take the thing that you enjoyed as a child and smack it in the head. Yes, and yeah. just uh, it makes me not want to claim my own hometown. But I do. Scott Walker's doing that to me for Wisconsin. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh. He can bite me. Anyway, so uh, that got political. <laughs> Let's talk country music, which rarely gets political. Come on. It does, though. For those who can't see me, I'm draped in a Confederate flag right now. <laughs> nice. Well played. Uh, so M. Dixon... By the way, short for Emily, but let's just, M is the way to go on this. It thing. is. I, but, it, but there's it no mystery. Nuts. Yeah. It drove me nuts. There was a mystery until I was like, oh, then there's no mystery. It revealed the fact that the, I needed there be to be no mystery. I don't know why. I understand. I, it's really pointless because I'll say M and somebody will go, well, what, what's that for? So I could just do it. Right. But, uh, it's Emily. It's Emily Dixon. You can't Google Emily Dixon. I think she'd mean the dead poet. It all becomes right. very confusing. Right. And I your parents were hilarious. My mother does not care. She will tell you that her whole life she was going to name her daughter Emily. The fact that she married a guy named Dixon for five <laughs> minutes uh, did not deter her from her plans. She's like, this will not stop me. Uh, are they no longer together? Oh, parents? no. They're, def- oh, that's they're, def- so- they're that's definitely not together. Hilarious. They're incredible. And my mother gets a kick out of it now because I am a writer. Yes. So when somebody gives me shit about my name, she's like, tell them what you do for a living. I'm like, you didn't cause, it wasn't like a monkey's paw <laughs> wish that you right. did with my name. And you were a sitcom writer on Instant Mom, which is on like Nick at Night and, um, and, TV and, Land. And TV Land and BET and, and one other thing that I didn't remember what Centrix? that was. Centrix. Centrix. It's its own channel. I, li- I watch Create, so I don't really have, that's a channel. Create. I didn't know. Well, it's poor man. We see the, see our, our, that's our antenna. We don't have cable. Oh. So we get, uh, TV TV. All right. We have an HD antenna. <laughs> so. I like it. Create is a, is a, is a, is a deep, weird PBS channel. That's I would awesome. probably be super into it. Oh, yeah. You get it when you get cable, too. But nobody ever goes to it because you have cable. Because you have other options. Yeah, yeah. You can go to the Food Network. You can go to the Travel <laughs> Channel. You need to need Create yeah, to really you, appreciate really, it. Really, you got to be looking for it. It's like the go. ramen noodles of yeah. TV. Yes. <laughs> yes. You're like, I will watch that man with the bow tie. It'll be fine. No, he can tell me all about science. Okay. So um, so what happened? So were you, was your mom into country music? What, I will say. What happened? In the five minutes that my parents were married, mm. um, I think the only thing my parents have in common is uh, musical taste, probably, okay. which I guess is totally enough for a relationship when you're like 23. Oh, yeah. It makes That's- total sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's some bleed over. Like my dad le- listened to some Johnny Cash stuff, but he was mostly into like Springsteen and- um, The aforementioned. Yes. <laughs> and like Southside Johnny and like Joey Lye, but stuff that has kind of- um if you get really into their deeper catalog, sort of like twangy rockabilly, notes to it. yeah, rockabilly stuff. Okay. My mom was super into like the Eagles and Jackson Brown and okay. Linda Ronstadt, and then that started. Like Linda Ronstadt did some twangy stuff, and and it bled all into it because right. when I was a kid, I listened to country music because my mom was into it, and it beca- when it became more rocky, and then now it's just rock. Now it is. It feels like guitar rock. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was in the, like, I'd say the seventies and even into the eighties, there wasn't such a, um, 
the genres weren't so separated. Radio right. kind of played it all. So you would be listening to country and maybe you wouldn't even classify it. And then all of a sudden, no. Coward of the County would come on. <laughs> and you're like, I'm in the know. I'm in the know. I'm in, Kenny Rogers. I'm in. <laughs> I do know when to hold them, sir. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and then my mom got really, um, I always say that I think the, when I became a monster is my mom got really into the Judds. <laughs> and then that was it. It was all downhill. Wow. I don't even know the Judds. No, what come are the on. The Judds. Oh my God. Well, well, aren't, wait, I feel like they're ladies. They're they are women. ladies. They are. And they, uh, yep. I can picture the Judds. I cannot picture a song. All right. Do they have hits? They have hits. They have hits. monster hits. Monster hits. Oh, Let's hear it. What is it? God. What's a monster Judd hit? Ooh, Love Can Build a Bridge. That'll take you home. That's oh, man. a... I so wish uh, I didn't have to ask you this. A couple of bars. Oh, no, Just... no. No. Well, then you I... should have primed it on your, on your uh, iPhone device. Can, but... we, can we cut the sound in later? Can we cut away <laughs> Well, to... people are yelling at me right now <laughs> uh, into their iPads going, you don't know Love Will Build a Bridge? <sighs> love Can Build a Bridge. Kill. Can it? <laughs> now, here's my favorite thing about country music whenever i do end up listening to it are the lyrics yeah what are the lyrics to love can build a bridge love can build a bridge Mm -hmm. between your heart and mine all right there you go nailed it and i will say that song became uh, extra famous for them so the judds were naomi judd okay and her daughter winona judd okay also naomi judd also the mother of actress ashley judd did not know that Ashley and Winona, if you see them, very clearly have different fathers. Oh, there you go. Uh, Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Winona is a is a big old gal mm-hmm. and uh red hair and such, and Ashley Judd is obviously the gorgeous Ashley Judd. So and as a waif? Is she yes. a waif that needs a sandwich? Totally. Awesome. Like seven sandwiches probably wouldn't hurt her. Well, it's so hard, you know, when you want to be an actress and you think to yourself, but I'm not allowed to eat. Yeah. I can't eat solid food during the week. Yeah. That's why I'm and a writer. Then, right. Yeah. Right. Uh, I'm a character actor, so I can eat whatever <laughs> I want. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Feel free. Perfect combination. Feel free to book whatever <laughs> airport cop, you know, any sort of, you so know, specific. PTA mom kind I of like thing it. that you're looking for. Massage therapist. That was oh. the last thing that I went out for. German massage therapist for a Nick at Night show. Wow. Yeah. That's, and I've told that story so many times. People listening are, the Rangers are like, Oh, you haven't gone out in an audition in a while, have you? No. No, I have not. <laughs> <laughs> but I am going to be on Marin's show. Oh, uh, the awesome. IFC thing yeah. is playing a podcaster. Perfect. Huh? Little typecasting. Type All right. <laughs> nice. Anyway, so the Judds. Oh, so Love Can Build a Bridge got particularly famous because the Judds were huge, right? Okay. What and year then- is this? Ooh, uh, 90s? A decade. Uh, the, I'll take a the decade. 80s into the 90s. Okay. 80s into the 90s. And then the mom, Naomi, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. got hepatitis. Okay, which is a disease. It is, is it a, a sexy disease? Is uh, it a disex- I don't think she got the sexy one. Okay. So they couldn't tour anymore. So oh. they did the Love Can Build a Bridge farewell tour. Uh, it's also the name of the Lifetime movie about the Judds, which I really suggest you check out. <laughs> I will. I am not above a Lifetime movie. It is a great, I believe it's a two-parter. I don't want to speak out of turn, but I believe it's a two-parter. Will I be crying? And oh, then yeah. all of a sudden, wait, it's over. When is it? Co-? But now it's probably all on Netflix or That's all on, true. on Hulu Plus or something. I'm going to look for it because it's been a while. And yeah. I, I want to watch it. Life. Yeah. So Love Can Build a Bridge was Love. the name of the tour and the movie. And then Winona cut out on her own. Okay. She had some, uh, she had some single success. Oh, good. And, uh. Well, that's good that she wasn't just, you know, it wasn't her, her mom driving her. I mean, no. Like a Dolly Parton, you know, Jane Parton, like whatever <laughs> Dolly's daughter is. Yes, nothing at all like the saga of Jane Parton that we all know 
that we all know so well. <laughs> it's, uh, it's always a good sign when I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. It's a perfect dork for us. Yes. Start drinking now, people. <laughs> Do shots when I don't know what I'm talking about. So, so she went on her own. That's great. She did. And I think that crossover, I think that, uh, the Judds to Winona early nineties, I think is when it, when I just went like, Oh, I'm just going to be obsessed with country music. Okay. Forever. I think that was so my she, downfall. So she, she was the sort of the gateway drug. Yeah. The Judds, Winona, my mom was really big into Trisha Yearwood. Okay. Uh, those were, those were the big ones. And then I think I started, my dad was a little more into like older country. Um, like Hank Williams and that kind of stuff. So Seriously old stuff. Yeah. I mean, because and that's the stuff I really love too. What, uh, the stuff I also do was, uh, Hank and Willie. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it was, uh, and the boys. Yeah. Waylon, Waylon, <laughs> Hank and Willie and the boys. Yeah. It was Waylon Texas. Jennings and, uh, and Willie Nelson. Mm-hmm. And so I think that was very much 1978. Yeah. 1980. Absolutely. And, um, but I listen to those songs and the, that Kenny Rogers, the, 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 the one about playing cards and the one coward of the county one. The gambler and the yeah, gambler. Yeah. The one about playing cards and, uh, <laughs> and, and the coward of the county. Man, I would just listen to those over and over and over again when I was about 12 or 13. It was, I was like, yeah, that's what somebody stands up to people, man. That's what you and, do, man. Right, and you got to know when to fold them. And I, I was busy furiously reading all of Louis Lamour's works as well. So, I mean, I think that's what, what it's sort of affected were you into any other cowboy kind of stuff were you into yeah. riding or uh oh no 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 roping uh you know Steers? i haven't done it but i wouldn't turn it down if oh, i, if I stumbled you. across it i uh i've been to my i've been to a few rodeos have you i have i've been to this a few rodeos would not be your first rodeo <laughs> this would not this would uh probably i've been to five or six i made a couple friends go with me a few years ago for a birthday that was a mistake. Huh? Oh yeah, but uh, you know they have a lot of alcohol, and it ended up oh right being okay. But yeah, it's a uh, it's a very particular sort of event. To very attend. specific. You know, yeah. I once went to a tractor pull. Okay, uh, so you know what I'm talking about. It was supposed about. to be funny. Uh, <laughs> there was no alcohol. Oh, and uh, we had to make our own fun. <laughs> You're gonna say you had crazy. to make your own alcohol. <laughs> We found a guy <laughs> making moonshine in a porta potty. Right, there was a meth lab out of this tiny. It was, uh, yeah. No, we actually had a pretty good time because we were just like, so we are going to stone cold sober watch tractors pull things. Wow. Yes, we are. It's almost admirable. It was. It was, and we had nothing else to do in the middle of northern Wisconsin at this time, wow. so we did it. Yeah, For like three hours we stayed there, and I was like. Is there candy corn? And I was like, how about a diet coke? Yes, there is. And then we went back, uh, to the farmhouse and, and I think, uh, got very, very high. Ah, well. So that was, the, cause I, he didn't have any booze either. And uh, I was like, what's happening? We have to do something. <laughs> what is this county? Where are we? Why, why has the world gone mad? So yeah, but I, I, I do like the, so, who, what, what are your favorite, like, songs? Were they, were, cause, because you're a writer, I assume that you're, you're lyric driven. Totally lyric driven. Okay. Super lyric driven. Cause I, cause catchy tune and all, I'm in favor of it. But I do love the lyrics. Yeah, so, I mean, and I think that's why I, I, country music, I think more than other genres, and this might be ing- ignorant, cause I don't know a ton about a lot of other genres, but is very songwriter driven. 
like there were songwriters that you knew as well as the artists. Like if you okay. like Glenn Campbell, you knew that ninety percent of his stuff was written by a guy named Jimmy Webb. So okay, I like Jimmy Webb as a songwriter. Yeah. Even now, like um, like Laurie McKenna is a songwriter that I'm a big fan of. So I will listen to artists that I might not normally no, listen to because I know that she wrote the song. That's interesting because because back in the fifties, everybody people were singer were had songwriters, right? And now everyone's singer songwriters. Yeah, and. Country music is one of the only places where that songwriter m- model is still happening, right? Yeah, a lot of it. I mean, plenty of artists do write their own stuff, but I think it's more common for them to co-write with somebody that's more known as a songwriter. Or, okay. But there are people that that really tend to stick to one artist okay. or another. Who but. can hear their voice. It's sort of like yeah. having someone to write for Conan or whatever. I mean, they, they can hear what they want to sing about. Yeah, I of. think it's sort of a really similar process yeah in a lot of ways yeah oh the monologue jokes yeah yeah, right. yeah <laughs> well it is it's hearing yeah. like a voice and hearing what will work for some like um brad paisley is an artist that's um been pretty big since probably the late 90s and he tends to like he likes some like humor in his songs okay and he writes a lot of his stuff but a lot of it's co-write with a guy named uh kelly lovelace so like they he obviously gets his voice so it can right kind of right. be similar and then and um Oh my God, I'm going to forget who it is. And he retired. Garth Brooks. Yeah, he, excuse me, Garth Brooks currently on tour. Currently uh, on tour. Currently on tour. Back from the dead. Oh my gosh. Where did he go? He retired he, and decided to raise his children. Was that it? That was the plan. Right. Yes. When was that? Was it good 10 years ago, maybe? Or? Oh, uh, yeah, probably even longer. Garth probably retired in like, I'm going to say 2000. One maybe is maybe my guess. Two thousand one, two thousand two. Did he plan nine eleven? I think so. Way? And then I, it hasn't country. been confirmed. Right. But I'm working on a Tumblr. Truther, get on it. <laughs> and I'm working on a Tumblr. <laughs> yes. So, um, and now he's back. He's back. He re- he retired uh, to raise his kids in Oklahoma. Okay. And then he came out of retirement a couple times for charity shows. I actually saw him. Uh, Nashville flooded really badly in 2010. Okay. And he came out of retirement and did nine shows, and I went to go see one of those shows down in Nashville. Oh, wow. Um, and then he did a residency in Vegas like two years ago, and now he is um, out on tour again right now. But it's it's been a while. Like, now he's back. Right. Does he have new albums? Uh, he does have a new album. He's making life really difficult. I'm actually kind of pissed at Garth Brooks. Oh, really? He won't do iTunes and he won't do like Spotify. He's made his own company yeah. that you have to buy his music through, but you can't get like a hard copy of the disc. And you even cannot you get could, a hard copy of the disc. I don't think so. You have to be able to get a hard copy. Of the disc. I, That's so weird. I'm pretty sure you can't because I would have it in my car. Right, I don't right. Think you can. I, you would be willing to buy that. Yeah, I paid twenty nine ninety nine to download his whole catalog and the new songs, but it won't add to my iTunes correctly because they're not like it's very very. Oh, because they're not configured. Yeah, and they aren't configured. Have you put them into uh, Windows Media? I've done something that's let me get like six out of ten. Okay, and I can't get the other four. Okay, but I'll be honest, it's the album's not really doing it for me anyway. So I oh, haven't, fair I haven't tried that hard maybe to get the other right. four. Oh, fair enough. It's yeah, because. Uh, I think it's a learned skill for sure, and it's and it's a and if it's a muscle if you stop working it, it's got to take you a couple of years to get back in your groove. I would think so, and I was—I mean, I still am a big Garth 
fan. Like Garth Brooks' Double Live is probably my like desert island album. Oh yeah, like I would I would totally do oh, that. My God. I'd be swinging from trees. I'd be having a good time. What songs are on that? Oh, all of them, Jackie. <laughs> Uh, tearing it up and burning it down. That's a crowd pleaser. Uh, much too young to feel this old. That's uh, that was his. I don't even know that one. First even single one. ever, and it's still probably like one of his biggest. Okay. Uh, Colin Baton Rouge. Okay. Friends in Low Places, which Friends in Low Places, which is a hit. That was a huge hit. That one yeah. I know. That one I know. That was a huge hit. Sure. <laughs> I remember that one. There was a song I because here's what I end up doing is I end up listening to country music when I rent a car. Okay. Because it's usually set at a country music station. All right. Like the and, serious ones, like those prime country, like the um, highway. Well, s- since Sirius has been in the rental cars, it's not as much. Okay. But back in the old timey days, <laughs> uh, it was set at a rap hip hop, cl- uh, channel and a country music channel, a right wing talk show <laughs> channel, and then NPR. Okay. <laughs> Cover the, all the, your bases. Those are the presets. <laughs> all right. And I often, I like hip hop for the same reason that I occasionally really like country is because of the story. Yeah. And there's always a story. And I like it's always it. a super funny, usual, people aren't taking themselves too seriously and, or they're super sad. <laughs> like I remember I was listening to some, some, Radio station just drive. All of a sudden, I start listening to the words, silent tears coursing down my face. <laughs> oh, my. I don't know if you remember this one. I, uh, <laughs> I don't know who sings it. I don't even know what the hell it is. But it was about a guy who um, who gets a postcard from his girlfriend or wife or something from California. And it says, from heaven and the plane crash. Oh, that is Mark Wills. Thank you. It is a song by Mark Wills. Yeah. And, uh, oh, what the hell is the name? It's, uh, uh it was this plane, whole- man, the plane went down. Uh, the plane goes down. Yeah. She, they call her with, and first of all, there, I have a bump with the lyrics cause they don't really make sense. No, no, they do not. Because the, the implication of the song is that the plane crashed on the way to California, but this man has sent a postcard from California. Right. If you listen to it, it doesn't quite. It doesn't match up. It the, doesn't there's quite. There's a continuity match. Yeah, issue. Yeah. I have an issue with it. Also will be on my Tumblr. Um, what the, it's Mark Wills. I know, I know the song. Uh, I can't remember, but I, yeah. I, there's that one. Yeah. And then there's the one about, uh, the little, little boy who doesn't want to take the girl fishing. Yeah. Tim McGraw, please don't take the girl. <laughs> I could do this all day. <laughs> all I got are six parts of lyrics and you're like, nah, I know that one. That is another one. But those are my favorite kind of country yeah. music. Well, I love story songs and that's, yeah. that's such a big part of, of country music is right. story songs. What are some other good ones I haven't heard? Oh my God. There's- Let's go there. There's a, what are your favorites? There's a Blake Shelton song called The Baby, which if you don't cry, oh you're my. not a human. <laughs> wow, work on your empathy. <laughs> what is it about? Um, it's about, uh, he's, is, he's just singing about his mama and how he's the baby of the family. Okay. And, uh, it took a turn, right? You thought it was going to be about yeah. an infant. It's not. It is not. No, don't sleep on Blake Shelton. Okay. Uh, <laughs> That's a great, that's a great story song. You, it, would it be a spoiler if I, if you ruined it? I feel like it would be. I okay. feel like you don't see the last verse coming. I don't want to. That's it. Yeah, no worries. I will go to YouTube. Yeah. And I will figure this out. You... So yeah. What else? Um, that sounds pretty great. That's though. a good one. Brad Paisley, he didn't have to be is a good, is a good What's story that song. One? That's, uh, he wrote that with Kelly Lovelace and it was, it's about his stepdad. Oh, okay. 
Um, oh, see, I'm getting chills just on that. Cause you know what? People, people are pretty, pretty annoyed about step parents usually. Like they're like, they're not as supportive as, as they ought to be. And my stepmother, uh, incredibly, uh, essentially just did such a good job and was a wonderful person and also as maddening as anybody else's mother. Yeah. I, mean, I wanted to kill her as much as you've ever <laughs> wanted to kill your biological mother. So it uh, is a, it is really a, a very sweet, if you have a step parent that you like, it's a very sweet yeah. song about how like your parents have to be your parents. But this guy was like, Hey, I'm going to be a great dad. Yeah. And, and he didn't uh, have to didn't be, have to be. It's a oh, great that's song. Awesome. That is awesome. Brad Paisley. Brad See, there's like a whole new, there's a whole new batch of folk that are, um, that are super, that I've never heard of. Like I, I, I've, I, I can't say I've never heard of Brad Paisley, but that Mark Wills song, has he, what else has he written? Because I've never heard of Mark Wills besides you telling me that he wrote that song <laughs> that I like. And I don't know that he wrote it. I know he sang it. Oh, I he sang it. I would actually bet that he didn't write it. Okay. Um, he had another song called Jacob's Ladder, which is really big. Um, the biblical there? thing with the Jacob's ladder. Yeah. Okay. A play on yeah. it. Play on words for him. Uh, what else did Mark Wills have? Um, song called uh, 1980 something. Oh yeah. Yeah. That'll. Uh, it's just. It's real. The lyrics are really just a lot of like. Remember this. Remember this. Oh, remember the, this. Nostalgia yeah. comedy. Yes. Excellent. Exactly. <laughs> you guys eat lunch, don't you? <laughs> I eat lunch. Weird. Am I right, ladies? <laughs> Let's all just laugh at that for a second because <laughs> it's a clock eater. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, cause the, the real problem is, of course, is when you, when you start listening to it and then all of a sudden you get, there's angry, there's angry, uh, country music. Yeah. Where you're like, what are you so mad about? It's all working out. <laughs> you got your truck and you seem to have a sandwich. What is, what is, where is Toby, Toby Keith, I think, is cornering the market on, uh, on angry country. These that's days. interesting because, you know, he was in the, uh, in the Colbert special. Mm. He had him on. It's uh, uh, it was about, you know, he. I wonder if Colbert had him on. Ironically, in character, he must have. I would think so because he also had Willie Nelson on singing about getting high, and then he had Toby Keith on about uh, the war on Christmas, <laughs> and then he had. But Toby Keith was probably not kidding. Not kidding yeah, at all. Not totally yeah. not kidding. He was. He got like a lot of press right after nine eleven. He did that song about like. We'll put a boot in your ass. Mm. And they cut him from, uh, I think it was like the 4th of July special that year or something. So he had like this like beef with Brian Williams. Uh, but Toby Keith's catalog is like, I'm American. I'm drunk. Like that is. <laughs> that's the extent of it. Yeah. All that's right. like, it's, that's pretty so, much what he does. All right. Well then I don't need to hear all of that. Uh, I, <laughs> I can just hear, I've heard one of those songs. That's I've all heard, you need. Yeah. I'm good. That's I'm all you good. Need. So he's, he's not a go-to. No. And then, um, and then there's a lot of great women singers. There are. There. That, uh, it's almost, that's not true. There's, there's a lot of, <laughs> I was going to say, it's almost more women's. No, no. There's women singers in every kind of singing because people like singing. For People some reason, do it, like singing, yes. It doesn't, it doesn't get super sexist. I'm sure that the music industry is monumentally sexist. I'm sure. But, uh, every, nobody ever says, you know, I don't like women singers. Yeah, they won't, you won't do a concert where they'll only book one chick singer, probably. <laughs> <laughs> that probably won't be something that, right, that, that, that will never be an issue, it turns out. So that's kind of fun. Uh, who are your favorite women, uh, cowboy singers? Cowboy uh, I'm a huge Trisha Yearwood fan. I'm a, what has she done? Um, well, right now she's married to Garth Brooks, so that's, well, that's, that's interesting. I don't want that to be her only credit, but that is a, a big Right, one right. She's a person unto herself. She's as well. a person. Uh, she, her big, 
She had a song called She's in Love with the Boy, which is really big in the 90s. Oh, I remember that one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she I had a... Uh, I've rented some cars. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've traveled the United States. Sure. Uh, I'm a huge Dolly Parton fan. Uh, oh. I love Dolly Parton. I love Loretta Lynn and Tammy Wynette. I love all those. Okay. Those older gals. Those older gals. Are those older gals still working? Uh, well, Tammy knowledge? Wynette is dead. Okay. So, so less. She is, is she <laughs> up in heaven making God happy? She might be because George Jones, uh, passed away last year and they, they were big duet partners. So I imagine okay. they're doing that. Uh, Dolly Parton is still, still doing her thing. She's amazing. Okay. And, uh. I'd actually really like to see her. She's amazing. She's, You've seen it, her live? I have and it was just. Mind blowing. Okay. I think I cried the entire time. Wow. Um, <laughs> a lot of that was just cause like, look, I know where Dolly Parton is for an hour. <laughs> um, and then Loretta Lynn is, Loretta Lynn actually did an album. I almost said it was recently and then I realized I think I'm a bad judge of time cause I think this was probably like 10 years ago, but she did an album with Jack White from the oh, White really? Stripes, which is like, there's a song called Portland, Oregon, which if you listen to nothing else from that album is really unique and, okay. and cool. And those are, uh, like newer con, I'm a big Lori McKenna fan. She's primarily, she has her own stuff, but she is primarily, pro- if I had to guess, makes her income as a songwriter more than a oh, okay. performer. But Sarah Evans, there's a lot of, uh, Casey Musgraves. Okay. Is a really big one right now. That is interesting. And, uh, I'm not above Taylor Swift. Not above, uh, somebody was telling me that, that, uh, I've never heard any Taylor Swift on purpose. I've probably heard it. I'm sure you've heard it. I've sh- I've shopped. Yeah, so then you've so heard it. that I've heard it. You've heard uh, all the albums. Then. But like, I just bought a new album. It's not new. It is not. Uh, it is not old enough to be a classic to be replacing something. It's that Irish. Um, I don't know how to pronounce his name. The Irish uh, "Take Me to Church" guy. Oh, uh, Hozier. H o z i e r. Yeah, I bought that album. Okay. So right. that's, you know, that's a year and a half old. You're getting I, there. Well, yeah, what I like to do is I like to be a good year and a half to six years off. Okay. What other people That are. is a large window of time. It is very nice. <laughs> it is, uh, <laughs> it's, I, like, I also just went to Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Okay. So that is 20 years old. Did you just, you, who in was York, in the role when you said uh, uh, James Cameron Mitchell. Oh. The original guy. Yes, so, and I bought that iteration of the uh, soundtrack mm-hmm. and then I listened to the Neil Patrick Harris one and I could understand the words more and I liked it better because okay. I could understand the words it's more. Imp- I'm, I'm in it for the lyrics. I am, I'm in yes. it. I'm in it for the lyrics. That's I a like really big... I like enunciation. Yeah, I like to know what you're singing. I want to sing along. Yeah. I will fuck up the lyrics. Uh, if I have to guess, it's going to go wrong. I, I'm going <laughs> to say something terribly awry. But I'm committing to it. <laughs> this is the new lyric right now. Only the lonely get laid? That sure. can't possibly be what she was saying. <laughs> but isn't um, it what she meant? <laughs> isn't it what she wanted to say? Doesn't it really resonate anyway, Jackie? <laughs> yeah, I'm totally like I I think I've outgrown like um like stadium or arena shows and so okay. I like my ideal concert is like a super small theater, the artist that I like and probably yeah. like one or two instruments. I want to know what you're singing, I want to hear the lyrics. I oh, right, right. Yeah. It, so. it, it would be a lot different. It's, um, yeah, Greg Barrett used to do a bit, probably still does, who knows. Uh, but the, uh, <laughs> I still do many bits, but, uh, it was about how he wants to do sort of like middle-aged, uh, or as you get older, you want to go to concerts and you want them to start at seven. You don't want there to be an opening act. You want there to be valet parking. Someone asked you how the Foo Fighters were. Well, they ran out of wasabi. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's a great bit. <laughs> and Greg Barrent, everyone, try to spell it. Best of luck. It, it's it's uh, better than M slash, uh, not slash, hyphen. Hyphen. Dixon. Hyphen. And uh, so that's, I mean, I do you go see new music much? I do. Uh, I go see uh, Zach Brown Band probably once a year, who's a great country artist. And if you used to like country music in the 70s, you would probably like the Zach Brown Band. Because okay. they do like... Uh, they've got a bit of like a Creedence Clearwater thing to them. They're like Southern rock. Okay. Of. Oh, nice. Uh, so I try to see them once a year. I just saw Jennifer Nettles, which is a really fun show. She used to be part, well, she still is, I guess. They're just, she's doing her solo stuff right now, a country band called Sugarland. Mm-hmm. And she did her own stuff. And what she did two songs that were cool if you're a country fan because they were basically answers to famous country songs. Oh, that's fun. Like she recorded a song called That Girl which is supposed to be the mistress's version of Dolly Parton's Jolene, like a take on it. Oh, okay. And then they, with Sugarland, she did a song called Stay, which was the answer to a Reba McIntyre song called Whoever's in New England, which was already an answer to a Barry Manilow song called Weekend in New England. So there's kind of like this weird Oh, that's, that's fun. Of, it's super fun. I don't I, mind that. <laughs> yeah. So like they, she started the concert playing Jolene like over the sound system. And Who was this? Uh, her name is Jennifer Nettles. Yeah, yeah. I've never heard of her. Yeah. Nettles. Yes. And so she started the concert. They, like, the vamp music was Jolene, and then it okay. faded into her song, which is That Girl, which is an answer to yeah, yeah. Jolene. So it's I like stuff like that. I like, and I think that's, you know, I like knowing the history of a song and the artist. And country music is so, um, like, in love with itself that I like that. It's very self-referential. It's yeah. very, like, they appreciate sort of the history of the artist, and I, I really gravitate that's great it's a lot like hip-hop as well Mm -hmm. with that where it's that's really the only thing i can ever compare it to yeah because it's very it's cultural Mm -hmm. you know it's like no this is our subculture of the these are my weirdo friends who all like to listen to this same kind of music and we're gonna do it and you don't have to and it's gonna be fine and (laughs) and so that's that's fascinating because it's i always do you play any instruments I don't really. It's, I've I've just just started to try to play piano. This is my like. I'm turning thirty. I want to learn a skill. Uh, <laughs> so I just started playing piano, and right now all I can play is a Patsy Cline song. But I'm working on it. Are you taking a piano lessons? I or? was. Yeah. Yeah. I was in New York, and now I'm out here in LA. So I need to pick it back up. Yeah. Because yeah. right now it's just a lot of me playing the same Patsy Cline song <laughs> for hours. <laughs> That's. I know we want a piano, but we have uh, first of all nowhere to put it, and uh, it's a very small house. But uh, it wouldn't be if we would pick it up. But uh, whatever. <laughs> the uh, it's a little it's a little trashed right now. But whatever. And plus, it has a giant setup for a podcast in the middle. Right. Of the room. That could. That, you'd have that to does, do one or the other, probably. Right. And then we have our our, de- our desks are behind you, and they <laughs> just face each other. I don't know why. Well, that's an adorable work from home. Is, we're in love setup. It is a beautiful thing. And then we go to the water cooler and talk about what we were thinking about <laughs> that third ghost person that we. <laughs> I like that you keep office gossip alive. <laughs> gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do here. Well, we have a full guest room and Andy's like, I'm gonna shovel that out and make that into an office. And I was like, shovel that out and make it into a guest room. That's gonna be great. And, uh, and he's done an amazing job. That room was just chock full of nonsense. And so it's, it's a lot better. And then it's also his room to put all of his toys okay. in. So it's like that. So what, what kind of uh, album collection? Did you did you collect albums when you were a kid? Yeah. I'm trying to get back to you. Yeah. Sorry oh, about that. No, I, I was, off I was enjoying it. I, <laughs> no I think your home is lovely. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, what, what's the scoop on the 
on the on the hard copies. Did you go hard copies? Oh and yeah, Napster I like. And then- I like liner notes. I like, cause, and I think because I'm so songwriter obsessed, I need to look at every song and see who wrote it, and then I go find them, and then I go. So I'm very. I needed like, I oh needed because you do it like me. authors. Yeah, that, yeah. Because you were that's fascinating. Because you're like, well, okay, so that guy wrote that for for him. What else has he written? Exactly. Yeah. And Nashville itself has a. It's such a big songwriter community that there's so many places that you can just go and watch. Songwriters like Bluebird Cafe is really popular. Oh, they perform yeah. their own works. Yeah. And it'll be like, you know, they'll be like, here's a song I wrote for Garth Brooks. Here's a song that I wrote that nobody caught. Here's a, you know. <laughs> right. So I love those because I do. I, I guess like authors is the best way to. to yeah. It. Yeah. I, I follow them based on what Have I've you spent a lot of time in Nashville? Yeah. I lived in Nashville for a minute. Okay. Uh, I moved to Nashville when I was 19 and worked for a record label for a little while until I decided that I was much better as a fan. Right. It kind of ruined it for me for a little while. It's, it seems intense and I am nowhere near it. Yeah. I just, it was too much and it was like, I don't, I don't want to care how the single's going to do on radio. I don't, I like, I just, I want to just like, like what I like. The music. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I was over it pretty fast, but I love Nashville. Uh, I probably go back. Probably go back like three or four times a year. I'm going back this weekend. So. Are you? Yeah. Okay. Well, so that, I pretty pretty. Often. I was just there. I got to see the built to scale replica of the Parthenon. Oh, which I had only seen uh, at night uh, in the '90s, two in the morning after doing uh, a very old timey uh, television stand up. It was my first television appearance. Comedy on the Road, I think it was called, or okay. a comedy with Gary Bynum. Who knows what it was called? Who knows? But uh, I bet it was. But I thought I thought that the built to scale replica. Of the, have you been to the? Parthenon? No. Did you know that they have a Parthenon? No. I'm so sad that I didn't give you my Parthenon uh, pint glass. <laughs> I got a Parthenon pint I'm glass. learning so much by the minute. <laughs> well, let me tell you that I wanted it to be white and it's brown. Oh, boy. I know it. I, at night, it looks like it's just white marble. But I thought it wouldn't be white marble because it's a, a replica. Sure. And marble. Costly. Yes. uh, But I thought it would not be sandstone or I thought it would be concrete or something, right? I mean, why is it brown? Oh, this is a let. Well, now I'm not going to see it. I mean, this this feels like a letdown. Well, they do have inside. Well, it would. I don't want to say it was a letdown because I had been, I'd been looking forward to seeing it since I was 13. So, so uh, is it on you a little bit? It's complete. It is on me. I built it up. It's like, it's sort of like when you go see a movie that everybody loved too much and then you're like, well, whatever, man. Mulholland Drive. I get it. Inception? Yeah. Yeah. Mulholland Drive. It just, I felt like David Lynch was sitting next to me the entire time hitting me going, how weird am I? Can you tell how weird I am? Because look how weird I am. Aren't I quirky? Come on. (laughs) Look at this quirk. Look at this. 45 minutes. I actually left the movie. Oh. I was like, and I'm done. I'm done with the weird. uh, And I would have been bad with like Memento, which he did not do. Okay. Uh, But I would have (laughs) been. I've only ever walked out of a movie. I walked out of Bling Ring. Bling Ring. Bling Ring. What's that? Awful. There's that movie they made about those. It was based on a true story about those. Kids that were breaking into like Paris Hilton's home oh, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, hate I it. heard it was fascinating. Oh, awful, <laughs> awful. Just, were you just going? Well, who raised these people? Yeah, just what the <laughs> what is this? I was outraged as a right. citizen of this country. Right. It was horrible. Yeah, it was horrible. Yeah, I, I couldn't watch it. Yeah, I didn't want to see it myself. I mean, I was like, well, I'm glad it was good. And it they wasn't. S- they said it was funny. Was I, it not funny? It's not. If it's funny at all, you're like laughing at them, which I'm never really right. comfortable with. 
which is another problem. And I don't think there was a script. I would be shocked if there was a script. I think they said, like, go raid this closet and improvise. Because oh. 90% of the movie is them going, I want it, get it, okay. Like, oh that's, that's the movie. Uh, and then they're doing a ton of coke. It's just, it's awful. Right, right. That's just bad, bad leadership. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know who, who decided to make that, that movie. Yeah, it was why I didn't watch the, the Scientology thing. Oh. I, that's why I haven't read the Scientology thing. I was like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm fully informed. Fully informed about the, the I thing I don't want to join. It. This is the HBO documentary? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm I going clear. It's, I'm just going to be made sad. All I right. think I'm going to be made angry and sad, and I'm already angry and sad uh, when I look at the news. That'll do it. <laughs> so That'll I, do it real I, fast. Right. So I don't need to go look for some longer version of the news. Uh, to, to be fair, though, s- looking for things to make me sad is a lot of why I listen to country music. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Okay, now, I love that. That is an excellent segue. <laughs> what is the, uh, I, I used to listen to one album when I was depressed because the person singing was clearly much more depressed than I was. <laughs> is that some of it? I don't, I, I think sad songs are better. I don't know. I just, uh, I like sad songs. I like sad, you know, that Blake Shelton song, The Baby That I Mentioned Before. That's a sad song. <laughs> uh, I like, I like heartbreak songs. I just, I, I think, I mean, lyrically, I think those are some of the most interesting. They're uh, moving. Yeah, they're some of the most, and especially going back to like, um, Willie Nelson or Waylon Jennings or those like older guys. Like, they're just like sad. Like, they, those men are sad. Like, <laughs> Harry Chapin, that was the album that I used to listen <laughs> okay, to. Okay, right. He had a song about a baby dying of starvation from oh. birth eight days later, day one. Day two. I am not even fucking kidding you. Oh my! It is oh one of the worst songs. It would be. It, I was sad, but I was like, nobody's this sad. I can't even. Listen I can't. To this. Compa- and then Bam. you just feel like, all right, I got to go out and face the day. Right. I'm not this guy. Yeah. I am not living. Uh. Yeah. With Bill Hartzia. <laughs> I, I think it's where I learned the word Bill Hartzia. And wow. I don't know what rhymes with that. I don't think it was a rhyming song. But wow. yeah, I mean, that's how sad. Some of those, some of those, some of them, you know, they're, yeah. I mean, there's a, uh, as much as I love Dolly Parton and I, I think it's probably blasphemous for me to even speak ill of her. (laughs) Uh, she has a song, I think it's called Me and Little Andy. And it's about this little girl and her dog and they're starving (gasps) and they're like knocking on people's doors. It's, it's pretty intense. I wouldn't recommend it, but it's, uh. If you ever need to, if you ever need to feel like maybe your life isn't that bad, <laughs> right? You can spin right. that on there. Get out of bed. There you yeah. go. <laughs> You're not this. Get a roommate. I'm so sorry. <laughs> You're gonna be okay. Right. I'm sorry. You have to get a roommate. It's very disappointing. I'm with you. And, uh, maybe you can split utilities. It's gonna be an improvement. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, the sad meter. It's like the political meter. It's like it's like the whole thing where you're like, well, I, rah rah. We all love America, sure. And I and I could be I could be made patriotic by a song. I am. Inc- I the Olympics come around. You've never seen somebody who loves their country more than I do. <laughs> you will find you're me like, wrapped in an American flag. Three a.m. watching water polo. I am all in. <laughs> I'm very serious about it. That's very funny because. Uh, <laughs> Cause, and, but it's, it's, and, and it is too a, a fine line. Cause you're like, well, no, I want to celebrate my, I want to celebrate my hometown. I want to celebrate, you know, it's it all of it. They, you know, they, they group us into these little groups as babies, you know, oh, this is the church you go to. Oh, this is the, this is the, 
ethnic background you have. This right. is the country you're from. This is, <laughs> and they give you teams and, and you want to care, but you see the people who care too much. Yeah. And then you're like, Oh, I, now I don't want to care at all. Right, now you've ruined it. You've right. ruined it for don't everyone. Don't ruin it. Yeah. Cause I, cause you've done an excellent sociology job <laughs> where I want to care. That's yeah. how I feel about being like, yeah, like a fan of a lot of things. Like even like, uh, like country, like it has like these connotations where people are like, Oh, like, Rednecks and beers and trucks and losing and that's their it. dog. And I'm like, there's a lot of great stuff out there, well, guys. Just... But people do lose their dog and it is sad. And it is sad and they've got trucks and they're <laughs> happy about it. But yeah. And it is Friday and that is nice. Yeah. You Let's worked all go... week for the boss man. <laughs> what <laughs> is that song? <laughs> every, many, every, every song. My wife, every time, like this, she's like, how many is that? Like, that's all they'll say. They'll just say boss man. Like that's, <laughs> they don't, they don't say boss. They just, everything is boss man. She's like, I want to know how many songs currently on the radio right now say boss man. Does she like country music? Uh, Are the people in your life supportive? Well, you know, you know, what's super frustrating. I took so much shit my whole life for how much I liked country music, like okay. my whole life. And <laughs> now it's become a little more popular and mainstream with like Taylor Swift and with these artists. One of my friends that I grew up with that probably gave me the most shit of anyone now lives in Nashville and is a country music publicist. Oh, so, yeah. So it's, it's been, uh, there's been turning tides. My, my wife likes it. Sometimes I'll put like, if we get in a car and there's serious XM and yeah. I want to listen to prime country, which is like country from the eighties and nineties. Okay. That has gone too far for her. Oh, really? She won't do that. Oh, she won't go old school. She won't go old school with me. She'll, okay. she likes all the country music. That makes me roll my eyes, but I take it as like a compromise. Okay. She likes the country music that probably belongs more on a pop station and they're saying things like, you know, country girls shake it, like lyrics that oh, I'm not. Right, right. Uh, but I take it cause it's a, it is the compromise. compromise. It is the compromise. Because country girls do shake it. They do. And on they occasion. shake it in a very rock kind of way. Like, right. Like who sings that? Uh, what, what are the, who are those artists? That's a guy, particularly that's a guy named Luke Bryan. Okay. Who I've never uh, heard of. Yeah. He, he crosses that line to like, he's doing some music that I like, but he's also doing a lot of music that wouldn't have played on country radio probably in the mid nineties when people right. were looking for something a little, uh, twangier. Right. And certainly not in the seventies. No, um, definitely not in the yeah. And it's kind of funny because they're so, uh, country artists, cause it is so self, referential love to talk about Willie and Waylon and Johnny Cash, but they would never be considered contemporaries. No. Of them. Their music is so different. So, so very different. And Where- the guys that still do that kind of music, like Zach Brown or there's this guy, Eric Church, mm-hmm. um, really do stick out in a way that I like because it does remind me of sort of the yeah. 70s. Yeah, that's sort of open. Like Andy, my husband, enjoys uh, his mom's listen to country music, but they listen to all of it. They love it. He love Brad Paisley. Okay. And they love it. He love it all. And, but he liked me, you know, Waylon and Willie and Kenny Rogers and, <laughs> and, and all those, so the older guys. And then Garth Brooks was sort of the only touchstone in the next generation that I really liked. Yeah. And then, and then I would, you know, and occasional songs, but, um, but Eric Church and Zach Brown band, that sounds right up my alley. Yeah. Yeah. Eric Church's old stuff, Zach Brown band. Um, those are probably the newer, the like the two examples of newer guys that sound like they could have maybe sort of existed in that era. Jamie Johnson too, but he kind of I don't know what he's up to now. He kind of came and went with he had okay a couple of hits, but 
And that's the stuff that I naturally gravitate towards. Like if I hear it on the radio, I get excited because I'm like, oh, we're doing it again. Okay. Because <laughs> there's always some years where I just can't listen to a country top 40. Is it too, is it not acoustic enough too? Yeah. You, it yeah. sounds super overproduced. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what they're singing about. Every song kind of sounds the same. Yeah. It, I don't know what they're doing. Yeah. That's exactly. I'm just, yeah. I don't know what, I don't know what this is. <laughs> I don't know what you're, I don't know what you're doing. It's Luckily, not country music. I have old albums yeah. that I will, and there's so much music now. There's no way to keep up. There's no way to catch up. Right. And there's no way you can't try to try to even get all the classics. I'm going to start with Beethoven. <laughs> too, too late. Too late. It's over. You hack. It. You're a hack. <laughs> I was like, oh, I was supposed to just harpsichord. No. What about before that? Just harp. (laughs) Why don't you understand what music is? What part of drumming don't you get? It's like, oh, I sadly have seen a fair number of drumming (laughs) circles in my life. I have been to an Asheville drumming circle. (laughs) Oh, my God. There's, There's the May Day Festival in Minneapolis. Okay. There's a lot of drumming, a lot of drumming. Because it's the May Day Festival. All right. <laughs> anyway. All right. And, uh, and also giant puppets. Giant oh. puppets. Okay. It's a really fun and it's a great place to get things on a stick. Minneapolis so, in general? Minneapolis or? in general. Oh, yeah. Minneapolis yeah. in general is actually quite nice. Um, it's, it's sort of like the rich man's Milwaukee. Uh, <laughs> sort, of, sort of like things have gone right. I've been to Minneapolis, but I worked a club that was in the Mall of America. My condolences. So I uh, knuckleheads or the House of Comedy? House of Comedy. So That's... I only went from the airport, which is directly across the street from the mall, which is directly next to my hotel. That's right. what I spent a, yeah, that is not... a Wednesday through Sunday doing. You're going to want to look into a little, little comedy club. I started that. Uh, or is my home club called Acme Comedy Club? I have heard uh, fantastic things about it. Right. Acme. Very hard to get in, sadly. Uh, but uh, you could move there and live there for seven years. That's that's, the t- that's, that's what the, I did. That's the ticket to an MC yeah, spot. That's a ticket to really getting on an MC. He does move MC to headliner. All right. So he does move you forward, All but right. you really gotta <laughs> you gotta dig your heels yeah, in. You gotta dig your heels in. All right. I'll, I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> right. Either that, or just when you're fabulously wealthy, fly there every Monday for open mic and just pretend to live there. Okay. Yeah. For seven years. There's. Uh, I've done crazier things for spots. Right. So. Stand up comedy is yeah. the way. People, by the way, let's just remind everyone it's. M hyphen Dixon, D-I-C-K-S-O-N dot com. And at Awkpaw Pro, Awkward Pause Productions is the name of your production company. So Awkpaw Pro, which it'll all be linked. It'll all be great. I don't trust any. No one has to find it on their own. This is my Twitter mistake. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> just go to your website. Yeah, just go to M Dixon. easier. And what, uh, and then you do stand up, uh, around LA now when you can yeah. get up and, uh, but not much on the road cause you're working on, on instant mom. Yeah. Not a ton, uh, not a ton on the road. I'm getting ready. Uh, I think the next time I leave to go anywhere, I'm going to Madison, Wisconsin for a, for a NACA, but not for, oh, for a NACA. Uh, yeah. Oh, there you go. That's about it. Not I just got booked again time. in Madison for December. Oh, I didn't get booked yet. What am I saying? Please edit Jackie. Uh, <laughs> I hope to get booked for uh, the email me. Yeah. County yeah. on state. So. Comedy on State, uh, I initiated contact and said, I would love to come back and play in my home state again. And she said, do you have these dates in, in December? And I said, I do. This is the money I'm making right now. And I have not heard back. Okay. And so all I'm doing now is living in a future that has yet to become. All right. Where she's like, no, no, we do not have that kind of money. They clearly do. They, uh, they're very successful. And, uh, and, and they a, are. And a fun club. And a fun club and super supportive and very nice. <laughs> 
I've only I've been there once, but a, a very I had a very good time. I, yeah, I've only I been there once. It's funny because the guy who owns Comedy on State is the dad, right? But the daughters run it. But the dad owns most of State Street. And when I went to college at in the eighties, uh, he owned the club that I started doing stand up. He owned the building that the club that huh. Sam Kinison's brother Bill Kinison ran. Uh, where I started doing stand-up comedy. And so when I went and did the show there like a year and a half ago, when I did comedy on state, I was talking to the, to the dad and I said, did you, uh, did you know, did you ever own the state street infirmary, the state street infirmary? And he goes, yeah, yeah, I did. And I said, well, thank God it was insured when they burned it down. Right. And, uh, and he goes, it wasn't insured to me. It was insured to Kinison. Wow. To Bill Kinison. And I was like, Oh, how did that work out? And he said, it made me really, really mad. And I said, well, things seem to have really sh- shaken out really nicely. And he goes, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Things are fine now. <laughs> I was going to say, they might not be booking you again, depending on how that conversation. <laughs> well, I did. Yeah. No, and he knew it wasn't my fault. I was 19. <laughs> Just so. Just salt in this particular wound. <laughs> right. I did feel bad about it. I was like, and backpedal. Okay. <laughs> so you're doing great. You own that theater now. Didn't you just buy that building? Okay. You're good. Things have turned around. Well done, sir. Well done. You're fine. You are the American dream, Greek immigrant, uh, perfectly nice man. So. Sounds wonderful. So you're going to go to Nashville this weekend. I am going to Nashville this weekend. This won't, uh, this won't air for a couple of weeks, but, um, what are you going to go see, do you think? Uh, I'm probably, I like to hang out on Broadway and they have a, uh, for those, you know, if you haven't been to Nashville, there's probably like, you know, 10 or 11 iconic bars on one street that from like 11 a.m. until 2 a.m. just have live bands all day. So I just kind of make my way up and down Broadway and listen to a bunch of, uh, great awesome. country cover bands. And then, uh, I was just there with Maria Bamford and uh, we Zanies played Zanies yeah. and just for two nights in the middle of the week and we flew in and there was live music in the airport. Yeah. There's a Tootsie's in the airport. And it was just the, the guy was just playing on the, on the side. They and will play everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Tootsie's is uh, a location in the airport, and then that's like probably the most famous bar on Broadway. And it's okay, like, it's where uh, Willie Nelson wrote the song "Crazy" for Patsy Cline. There's a lot of history, and Willie Nelson wrote the song "Crazy" for Patsy Cline. He did. He did. I did not know that. What else do I not know? We have ten um, minutes. Go. The one that always blows people's mind, or maybe it's uh, Dolly Parton wrote "I Will Always Love You," which most people know as a Whitney Houston song, right? But uh, Dolly Parton wrote it for Porter Wagner when she was leaving the Porter Wagner show. Huh. And uh, Who's Porter Wagner? Oh, he was a, a delightful gentleman that had a TV show, and he wore a lot of rhinestone suits. Oh, very nice. And Dolly Parton used to be sort of his girl singer that would come on on occasion. And then when she decided to leave the show to do her own thing, she wrote I Will Always Love You, which became a much bigger hit in 1992 for uh, Whitney Houston. What? Uh, when was uh, Mr. Porter on the television? I think that's probably the sixties, I would guess. Really? I, I could be wrong. It could be the late okay. fi- late fifties or early Oh 60s. really? So a long time ago. Long time ago, yeah. What was the name of the show? I think it was just the Porter Wagner show. Okay. And Dolly Parton uh started on that or certainly became, you know, a little more famous from that. Right, right. That's sta- that's uh that's uh screen time. Yeah. And screen time in the late fifties? Early sixties? Hard is, to come uh, by. Hard to come by. <laughs> and hard to duplicate the power of that yeah, that yeah. sort of reach. <laughs> But yeah. she she has said if all she and I could be misquoting her, but if all she ever did was write that song, 
that she would still be a multimillionaire from the success of it in the right in the, the royalties of yeah the, yeah just every month yeah and just, then you, I mean in reality she's written thousands of other songs so really she, she does okay I yeah. did not know that she, she was a, a songwriter part. oh she writes all her stuff oh Dolly Parton writes uh nine to five she wrote on her nails which is great if you hear the <laughs> beginning of the song it's the it's, it's she wrote it on her on her fake nails really yeah it's it's this is this is all true what? yeah. <laughs> The beginning, Dolly Parton wrote uh, the opening of Nine to Five by playing it on her. I mean, she it was changed to instruments, obviously, when right. it was recorded. But that is how she wrote Nine to Five. Oh, that's funny. She's uh, she's definitely covered other people's songs, but she is a incredibly right. prolific songwriter. Yeah, holy smokes! And owns a super fun theme park in Tennessee. What kind of theme park? It's called Dollywood. I've heard of Dollywood. Uh, is it just like? Six Flags? Is it like Disneyland? What are we looking at? I would, I would compare it more to a, to a Disneyland. Okay. Which I didn't expect. I thought like, I'm gonna go, it's gonna be like Six Flags, it's gonna be kind of, it's like super clean, really family friendly, but a lot okay. of good rides. And still good rides. Still good and, rides. And not and like creepy Bible. No. Is it Bible related or no? No, I mean, no, there's like a, like a little church on premises that people really sure. just take pictures in, but it's right. not like overly Christian or anything like that. Right, right. It's just a nice amount of Christianity. Just a, just a touch of, just a touch <laughs> just of Christianity. Just a touch of whatever your religion is, is Exactly. Fine. There's a lot more like butterflies. When than I get Jesus. my nails done, uh, you got your happy cat, you got a Buddha, <laughs> you got a bunch of fruit in front of it. I don't mind that. That's sure. just a touch of Buddhism. There you go. That's plenty for my nails. That's all that Dollywood's going to give that's, you. It's that's just exactly a, what I'm just looking for. a touch for. of Christianity and some good old-fashioned wooden roller coasters. Exactly. And uh, some people singing uh, in wonderful shows. There's some great shows at Dollywood. It's a good time. Oh, that is good because they have stages and stuff. They do. And yeah. why wouldn't they? That why makes perfect they? sense. Yeah. Does she perform there? She performs there every year when they open for the season. She okay. goes oh, wow. and does a big show. Huh. And, uh... Seems like a good time. I who, haven't been to that. But. Who should I see before they die quickly besides Dolly Parton? Because they're all going to die They're soon. all going to die. Randy like Travis Nelson? is going to go soon probably. Really? What's Randy Travis's yeah. ailment? Uh, uh, alcohol. Oh, is he, oh, is he a big drinker? <laughs> he uh, he like crashed his truck into a tree. Maybe last year we thought we were going to lose him. He was naked in the woods. Uh, <laughs> it was a very big thing and i i had such a horrible reaction to it because i'm a big randy travis fan but my thought was like i don't want him to die but if he does that tribute concert is going to be amazing <laughs> which is kind of how i felt like i was in nashville i happened to be in nashville when george jones died and okay. like george jones's funeral was like an incredible tribute show right so i don't want these people to die i just right. I appreciate that country artists pay Tribute. When I realized usually... that when like famous old actors would die back in the seventies, when I was a little kid, uh, that they showed all of their movies, I was like, I'm okay with these people dying. Yeah, I need to see when is Jimmy Stewart gonna die? Haven't <laughs> <laughs> seen Mr. Smith goes to Washington in, in an age. Where's that Harvey movie I loved as a child? Oh, I love that movie. It was, you know, it doesn't hold up as good as you might no, think. No, uh, it's unfortunate. A movie about an invisible rabbit just doesn't. <laughs> You would have thought. You would have thought. Damn, I really thought that was going to be my brother. One. My brother Russ said an, uh, an unlikely sentence. He he often says unlikely sentences <laughs> to me, but he said to me, "Have you seen Mr. Mom lately?" <laughs> and I said, "No, no, I've not seen Mr. He said, "Holds up better than you think." <laughs> that is high praise because I. That's not a movie that I would. Uh, I didn't like it initially. Yeah, that's kind of my question: is how much? Where was the bar set for that on holding up? With Ruskation, very low. All very, right, very low. Okay. Uh, Rus calls a good movie if it has one good scene in it. Oh no! And I'm like, and yet 
You will sit through the whole movie. He said, yes. And then when I watch it again, I'll just skip to that one scene. Interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah. And yet not. And yet right. not interesting at all. And it, it, it straddles the line. Did you see, ever see a movie, a beautiful a foreign film called Cinema Paradiso? I, I have not. Uh, it's a beautiful foreign film. And uh, I've seen a, a handful of them. And so I reference it fairly often. Okay. Uh, because it's got a great... Uh, it was, it was set in Italy in the, the fifties. And so there was, was it the fifties or the twenties? Whatever it was, there was censorship. Uh, and any kissing or any hand holding or any sort of love making was cut out of a movie before they would show it. Okay. And our protagonist was a, the guy who worked with the projectionist. And, uh, so he would see him splicing stuff together and, Spoiler alert, except for this movie is from the 80s. So don't listen if you don't want to know a very sweet end to Cinema Paradiso. Well, now I don't know if I should. Well, whatever. But the, I, I when he died. Had, I think they've had ample time. To- right. Rosebud. It was a slip. <laughs> uh, so the, the he gets um, when when the old guy, when the old uh, projectionist dies, he gets uh, a, a giant reel. He, he gets film. Okay. It, as that's what that was his inheritance, and he puts it in, and it's all the kissing. Oh, that is sweet. And it's I I teared up. It was super sweet, and I was like, oh, I, I do. Lo- I love a sweet ending. I kind of want to see Cinema Paradiso again. I'm curious. I and, might look it up. And Babette's Feast. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you ever saw Babette's Feast. <laughs> I if that's not Norwegian. a pornography, then no. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's um, like Big Night. Okay. But Norwegian yeah. and much dour. It's right. super dour. Okay. D-O-U-R. R. <laughs> R. <laughs> Can't even pronounce it. And, uh, but, uh, also very sweet and very funny. All right. But super slow. Okay. Like starts out slow, slow, slow. But the day to, the end of it, the denouement is unbelievable good. Okay. I was so, I was so glad I hadn't walked out, quite honestly. <laughs> that's how slow it was. That is a great review. <laughs> I'm so happy I didn't leave. I was, I was in London. I think I spent like my last four pounds on a movie and I was like, I'm not leaving. (laughs) I've committed. I've committed to this entertainment. And, um, yeah. So, okay. So you think, um, I totally weeded you off again. That's okay. I'm, I'm learning a lot about foreign film. Sure. There's foreign film to be discussed. So I, we should, I should see that guy, but Randy Travis. Randy Travis. Yeah. He's gonna, he's gonna die. Okay. Uh, you know, the older guys are gonna, yeah, Dolly for sure. Yeah. Uh, cause they're all in their late seventies now, right? Yeah. They're all, I mean, Randy Travis isn't that old. No, but but but, Dolly and Willie and. Yeah. They're not going to be. Yeah. They're not going to be, they're not long for this world. Right. They're not going to live to be at 200 years old. So no, I saw Billy, I, I saw Barry Manilow, uh, about 10 I years love ago. Barry Manilow. He was unstoppable. He was unstoppable. You should listen to the episode of the dork forest with Bridget Everett. Who's, okay. Uh, whose dorkdom was Barry Manilow. She's a fanalo. Yeah. Total fanalo wore a sweatshirt that said at, and a necklace oh. and wouldn't stop talking about Barry Manilow. I was, was just awesome. in Vegas and saw a poster for him that said like, like, uh, the last something that alluded to the fact that, like, this is it now. And I kind of panicked. I yeah. kind of felt like I haven't gotten in there. So you, you got to get in there because that's where I saw there. him because he was doing a residency. And then, um, the other thing I saw in Vegas that, uh, I don't know if they're ever going to reopen it, but they had the Liberace Museum. Oh, and it was on, it was so Seems great. Shiny. 
It was super shiny. And he's from Milwaukee. So, uh, wow. He's from Wisconsin. He's from the Milwaukee area. I would, I don't know where I would think that he would be from, but that would not be on my short list. Yeah. One, uh, my, uh, my granny, my stepmother's mother, uh, was a huge crush on him. Would consistently say things <laughs> like, she got some so bad sad. news or? Nope. <laughs> okay. No, she was like, it's so sad that he can't find a nice girl. <laughs> Which is a classic. That's a classic. Nice work, Granny Puts. All right. We are at an hour, my friend. You have done vital work to bring me back into the fold. M-Dixon.com. M, thank you so much for coming out and seeing the show. Thanks. Uh, thanks doing the show. Thanks for having me. I will it's, talk about country music at any moment, so I appreciate it. Hope you had fun, Rangers. We did. Take care out there. Bye. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh my god. Thank we you. why don't we just call that as the end of the show?